everyone, what the heck is up and welcome to the podcast. Welcome back if you are a returning listener. You are currently tuned into Practical Alignment, a podcast where we talk about all things metaphysical, mindset, manifestation, and spirituality. I'm your host, Katrina Macias. I'm an intuitive healer, a simmer practitioner, and a Qigong instructor, and I am very happy and pleased to be joining you today. So for today's episode, we are just going to put an umbrella over manifestation, and I'm just going to talk about random things that I've learned about manifestation throughout the years and something else I'm adding is I'm answering your Q&A's for me. So I made an Instagram story and opened up my DMs for anyone interested in asking me anything about manifestation. So I have a lot of questions from you all. If you don't already follow me on Instagram, be sure to check out the show notes and follow me from there so that you can participate in my upcoming polls. Manifestation and the law of attraction are constantly working in your life. Every single minute of your life, you are creating a vibration to attract things of similar vibrations into your life. And so it's something that's always working. And so ever since I've learned more about manifestation and the law of attraction, I've come across a few concepts and things that I didn't previously know. I'm constantly learning about it. And so I thought it would be super fun to share some of that information with you all today. So without further ado, let us begin. So it is in my personal belief that our trials and tribulations that we experience in our life, our hardships, the things that are most difficult that we go through, they are either in our life through two means. The first is that we have agreed to them on a soul level. So before embodying our physical bodies, our souls decided to sign up for certain experiences in order for us to learn about them, integrate them, and then therefore expand our consciousness. So a few of these soul contracts that we sign up for can include, you know, the family that we're born into or things that happen during our upbringing, or even things that happen on in our later life. I almost like to think of it as like destiny, things that we signed up for even though we don't remember that we are meant to experience in order to get the full integration and understanding of what it means to be a human. And sometimes those things can be really painful or ugly, unfortunately. But on the deepest, deepest level of understanding, those things that we learn about are very necessary for our consciousness to expand. But bear in mind that things that fall under this category of destiny don't always have to be perceived as negative. Sometimes these soul contracts can leave a really wonderful experience in our lives. For example, maybe in one lifetime we incarnated as a destroyer. Let's say that you weren't really a good person and you really hurt a lot of people. Well, in another lifetime, to get the other end of the spectrum, to get the other understanding of that experience, you incarnate as a healer. And so that lifetime, it could be your mission to help a lot of people. And so we just go through these experiences and these lifetimes in order to just learn more about our life, learn more about what it means to exist, and like I said, expand your consciousness. So besides destiny and the soul contracts, the things that we've signed up for before embodying this lifetime, the other way of bringing things into our life is through manifestation and the law of attraction. 
So manifestation and the law of attraction go hand in hand. Manifestation is basically creation. It's the creation of bringing things into your life to which you are a vibrational match to. And the way that you become vibrational matches to things is you emanate the same frequency. Manifestation and the law of attraction work on the full spectrum of vibration. So you can manifest things at high vibrations and you can also manifest things at low vibrations. It's just what you are an energetic match to. So like I said, you can bring in things that you perceive as good and you can also bring in things that you can perceive as bad. It just depends on what your frequency is emanating. So for example, if you are having a bad day and you are operating at a low vibration, you become a vibrational match to more things that you perceive as low vibrations or more things that you perceive as bad at least into your life. Usually if you have a bad day and you decide to stay at a low frequency, you're going to bring in things that make your day even more frustrating and upsetting. Whereas on the other spectrum of that, usually if you're having a really good day and you're operating from high vibrations, your frequency is very high and you continue to attract things that make your day even better. You bring in more happiness, more joy, and you can usually overall feel a more sense of gratitude to bring in continuously more and more good things into your life. So the law of attraction, manifestation, it works on the full spectrum of vibration. That is why we are always told to take accountability for the way that we feel, take accountability for the vibration at which we emanate because we want to be the ones that are creating our circumstances instead of just being victim to or reactive to our environments. If you're listening to this podcast or if you listen to my podcast regularly, you most likely already had that understanding of what manifestation and the law of attraction is, but I feel like I needed to cover it before going even deeper. All right, so here are a few random tricks and things that I've learned about manifestation and the law of attraction. There's not a lot, but let me tell you, they are potent. The first thing that really blew my mind when I came to understanding this is that the law of of attraction has zero sense of morality. The law of attraction does not care if you are a good or bad person and it has nothing to do with the fact of whether your actions or the things that you're trying to bring into your life are righteous or justifiable. It has nothing to do with that. The law of attraction only works through magnetism and if someone can hold their vibration regardless of whether it is something perceived as good or bad, if they can hold that vibration and broadcast that frequency strong enough, they can achieve anything. So I want you to pause for a moment and take a second to look at the state of the world right now. There are a lot of people in power who are not reprimanded for any of their actions. Look at crooked politicians, look at cult leaders who have never had to face any consequences for the horrible things that they've done. Look at, I mean, look at some people that you may even know in your life that are known for doing some fucked up stuff and they just continuously get away with it. And the reason why they do so is because they don't feel guilty about it. They don't think that their actions are wrong and therefore a majority of the time they are not reprimanded for it. 
The reason why scammers get away with their con work is because they hold such a strong vibration of arrogance and trust in their ability to manipulate people that they can continuously thrive off of that energy and bring more of that power into their life. And each time that they scam a new person, each time that they get away with it, they can build on this idea that they are invincible. Growing up, I was always really confused of why bad people got away with doing bad things or why people who I thought to be unkind and cruel um, were able to manifest things that were perceived as good in the world. And it's because the law of attraction has no sense of morality. And it doesn't have a sense of morality unless you think it does. So let's say that it's in your beliefs that the law of attraction only works for those who do good things. Then the reality in which you create will be one that you wouldn't be able to manifest the things that you desire until you become a good person, right? If you think it has a sense of morality, that will be the reality that you create. But it doesn't necessarily have to work that way. You don't have to go through that step of being a good person in order for it to work for you. You just have to uphold your beliefs at a strong enough frequency until it manifests into your reality. And so there also comes a question, how is it that people do eventually get caught? How is it that people are eventually reprimanded? And for this, I'm going to answer it with a personal example. So I have to admit it, for a good chunk of my life, I mean, not a huge one, but for a while, I was operating from unalignment. And this was before my spiritual awakening, but it led to my spiritual awakening. So it was very necessary for me to go through this. But essentially, I was operating from a very unaligned space. And in my own personal opinion, I was a very selfish person. And I had zero regards to how my actions were affecting the people around me. And when I operated in this mindset, I felt invincible. The word that I keep describing, the people who get away with things that are not necessarily good. I felt invincible. I felt like I could do whatever I want and just do things that made me happy even if it didn't sit well with other people and I didn't really care because no one really held me accountable for those actions and so I was able to continue to, to do those actions and essentially get away with not being a very kind person for a while. It wasn't until people started telling me that what I was doing was hurting them and it wasn't until I started really taking a hard look at my life and recognizing that I wasn't really being kind or good that I started feeling guilty and with that guilt I started lowering my vibration, the frequency, the strength of my vibration that I can do whatever I want and get away with anything that I want. And instead, I was replacing that with guilt. And when you feel guilty, you get caught, don't you, right? Your reality starts to change when you feel guilty. And it doesn't matter how many times people tell you you're guilty. Sometimes you can approach someone and say, hey, you've really hurt my feelings. And they can be like, okay, whatever, like don't really care. It's not until that person starts feeling guilty and believing that they're guilty that things start to change because then instead of feeding the reality that they can get away with anything what starts to happen is they feed the reality that they're guilty and what emotions usually come with feeling guilty shamefulness unworthiness and so that takes over so instead of feeling invincible I started feeling like a really shitty person who was unworthy of love and so people who I cared about started pulling away and out of my life and I was getting the punishment, I guess, that I thought I deserved. And whether that's true or not, like if you deserve to be punished, it doesn't really matter. It's just 
what you feel and that is what is created in your reality. Looking back, that whole experience was so necessary for my growth and development. So in hindsight, yes, I am extremely grateful for it. But yeah, the main point that I'm trying to get across is that it doesn't matter if you are a good or bad person. The only thing that matters is what belief are you holding at the strongest frequency because that is the reality in which you are going to manifest. Okay, so the next thing that I'm going to talk about is a way that you can reframe your mindset in order to manifest a lot stronger. So with the law of attraction, like attracts like, right? So when you want to call something into your life, you want to be a vibrational match to that thing. And in order to be a vibrational match to the thing that you want to bring in, you have to embody the essence of what it is that you want. <laughs> is that confusing? I hope you understand what I'm saying. So like, let's say you want to manifest abundance. So in order to be a vibrational match to abundance, you have to be abundant. So how do I be abundant if I'm trying to attract abundance? So you have to ask yourself, how can I be abundant in my current reality? And usually what happens is gratitude comes in and you start taking a look at your life and even starting with little things like I'm grateful that I have shoes. I'm grateful that I have a bed to sleep on. Those little things add up and you start to manifest from a place of abundance. But usually where people fall off is they try and manifest from a place of scarcity. So look at it this way. You have two options of trying to manifest abundance. Why do you want abundance? Oh, well, I want abundance because I feel super broke right now. I'm exhausted working all the time and it's getting me nowhere. I want abundance because I'm not happy where I am right now and it would fix all my problems. I want abundance because I feel like shit and I think that that's going to make me feel better. Okay, that's one way. That's manifesting from a scarcity mindset. So what do you become when you manifest from a scarcity mindset? What do you attract more of? Well, when you focus on all the things that you don't have, you're going to continue to attract less and lack and nothing, right? You're going to continue to attract things that don't add up and don't fulfill you. Instead, manifest from a place of abundance. Look at it this way. I want abundance because I love the way that being abundant feels. I love the way that it connects me to other people. I love the way that my mood improves when I feel abundant. I love the way that I can trust myself and I can ease into my life and situations when I feel abundance and I know that it's around me. Okay, which way of mindset feels better? When you feel the abundance already and you can tap into that signature, that is when you can create more, not from a place of not having. So a perfect example of this was something that I learned in the book Money and the Law of Attraction by Esther and Abraham Hicks. So in the book, Esther is looking outside and she notices that there's a drought outside. And so she's like, damn, I wish that there was some water because the grass looks really ugly, the birds look really thirsty, and the lawn is nasty. Can I please have some water? Like, can I please have some rain? And the answer that she got was no, you can't get some rain because you're just manifesting more of what you have nothing of. You're focusing on what you don't have. And so they said, rephrase it. Why do you want the rain? And so Esther was thinking, okay, I want the rain because I love the way that the bird bath looks when it's full. I love how happy and healthy the foliage looks when it's hydrated. I like the smell of the rain in the air. I like the way that the coolness makes me feel. And I love the way that it feels when rain falls on my head, right? 
And then so she was told, okay, you can have rain. And then it rained, right? Manifesting from abundance versus scarcity. It is so important to really pay attention to what you are really aligning with when you are trying to manifest something. Pay attention to your word choice. Really pay attention to your feeling choices, okay? What you focus on grows. Where your energy goes, grows, baby. These can seem like really simple and obvious concepts, but it is truly ridiculous how easily we forget these things. Okay, and so the last thing that I want to mention is that in the hierarchy of things, feelings always outweigh words. So if you're using positive affirmations, it doesn't matter what words you're speaking. If your feelings aren't there and they're not, align with the words that you're saying, what you're going to consistently manifest is the feeling. Your subconscious is going to take over. And so if you want to learn more about this, I highly suggest that you listen to my other podcast episode. It's number six and it's called How to Set Realistic Affirmations for Manifestation. All right, now I feel like it's a perfect time to move on and answer some questions from my lovely listeners. All right, my first question asks me, why can't I win the lottery? So right off the bat, I really want you to consider your word choice and pay attention to the story that you're telling. Because with that phrasing of that question, why can't I win the lottery, you're just perpetuating the story that you cannot win the lottery. Instead, I would ask you to rephrase it into something like, what would it take for me to win the lottery instead? And then you can ask your body, you can ask your guides, ask your angels, and maybe you can get some intuitive hits on how to proceed from there instead of point blank, I can't win the lottery. Something that is also really funny that I'm noticing from this question is I know personally this person who is asking this question and the thing that I find so strange is you have won the lottery before. Like I've been with you and you have won the lottery right in front of my eyes. So why are you telling the story that you can't win the lottery? Really pay attention to what you are creating with that choice, with that word choice. If you want to get more specific, you can rephrase your question to what would it take for me to win? X amount of money in the lottery or what would it take for me to win big in the lottery big meaning five billion dollars or more like be specific about it definitely and then listen be open to receiving answers to what your next step from there should be maybe you have you know funky energy around money maybe you have a lot of money blocks maybe you have feelings of unworthiness you know that's for you to uncover yourself but it starts by asking, you know, rephrasing your question and going from there. Simply put, the only reason why you haven't won the lottery as much as you've been expecting or hoping for so far is because you are not a vibrational match to it and you haven't been in the past. So really just ask, like, what would it take for me to be a vibrational match to what it is that I want? Okay, my next question asks, what are some things you'd recommend people focus on manifesting for themselves? So this is really up to you. You know yourself best. You know what is in your deepest desires of what you want to manifest. But something that I suggest if you're a newbie to experimenting with the law of attraction is start with something small so that you can build on this excitement of what it is to create. So usually when we want to manifest something, the first thing that we do is we try and manifest something that we already have a lot of attachment to. So like, I want to manifest a ton of money. I want to manifest, you know, a 
partner in my life. And that kind of stuff has a lot of, we usually have a lot of blocks around that kind of stuff. Just naturally as humans, we have weird energy around those places. So I encourage you to start off small and begin with manifesting, trying to manifest at least, something that you have no attachment to. So in a personal example, something that I did when I was really just trying to play with the law of attraction is I focused on trying to manifest a basketball for two weeks straight and before I went to sleep I would just think about a basketball why I picked a basketball I can't really tell you but it's just because it was just a really easy object that I have no specific feeling towards and so I thought about this basketball all the time coming into my life and I'm not really around sports people who play sports a lot so it isn't common for me to be or see basketballs anyways one day I was scrolling on Instagram and this person that I follow who literally has never played a sport in their life, like I've never seen them even participate in physical activity, was playing basketball and was flaunting around this huge basketball. And I was just like, oh my God, it's real, okay? And so when you have those experiences, you can build up on those feeling signatures and you can build your confidence in creating and manifesting more and more and more. So the things that I suggest is start small and then go from there. Okay, so my next question asks, what is your favorite thing that you've manifested? <laughs> okay, I'm very happy to answer this question. My favorite thing that I've manifested is a large sum of money and the exact amount of it. Okay, so hear me out. When I graduated college, I was really set on manifesting the specific amount of money. I wanted to earn that amount um, in gifts for my graduation presents. <laughs> I have high expectations from other people. Anyways, so I asked the universe, what is it that I need to do in order to be a match to this amount? And so what I needed to do, the logistics of it was I needed to create graduation invites in order to announce my achievement. And so I sent out my invitations and I was blessed with so much money, you know, like people were so generous and kind and it was just a really wonderful experience. However, I did not reach that goal amount but that didn't put me, you know, that didn't make me sad. I still maintained the vibration of receiving that amount of money that I wanted and I wasn't focusing on what I didn't have. I was just really grateful for the amount that I was already creating and generating from all these beautiful gifts from people. Anyways, the night of my graduation, I was just chilling, having a good time, and then a family member of mine came up to me and she dropped off a check in my lap and I take a peek at what amount this check is for and it is exactly the amount that I was trying to manifest right in the flesh before me love it so not only did I manifest that exact amount but I manifested even more in the other gifts that I received from other people so I got what I wanted and more I felt so on top of the world seriously and it went beyond the beautiful gift that these people gave me the wonderful privilege that I had in order to receive this amount of money but also this this experience really boosted my confidence like I was talking about before really just boosted my confidence in being able to trust myself in my creation process and being able to really feel good and experience manifestation and be open to receiving it 
So this next question asks, how do I overcome mental roadblocks and insecurities? In regards to manifestation, I think specifically with this question and the energy that I'm picking up, this has a lot to do with worthiness. And it seems like you have a lot of wounds circulating around your ability to feel worthy in being able to receive what you desire. So I think that a really good and helpful step would be to first start looking into healing these aspects of yourself in which you don't feel ready and open to receive the things that you want to create. The thing that I always suggest when beginning any new process is starting small. So like I talk about in the podcast episode that I suggested earlier, setting realistic affirmations for manifestation, you want to start small and start building from there. You don't want to overwhelm yourself right away. So just know that manifestation is a process and it takes some time to get used to. So just be gentle with yourself and show yourself some love for wherever you are right now. I believe in you. So this question asks, would you say that printing pictures of goals and wants and hanging them up to look at every day helps? Yes, girl, absolutely 100%. So I have a funny story to go with this. When I was in high school, so this was a while ago, but I was in high school and I was making a dream board and I used pictures from a travel magazine of these really beautiful destinations. And one of the images that I picked out was this phrase that said, hot spot in the Yucatan, right? And I had no idea where the Yucatan was. Honestly, I just thought it sounded cool. The pictures of there were awesome. I'm not <laughs> the best with geography, I will admit it. So I just posted that on my dream board and I left it alone. Anyways, around four years later, I go on a retreat to Mexico and I'm in Cancun and I'm enjoying myself and I'm sitting on a tour bus listening to the guide speak and he starts talking about the Yucatan and the history of it and then I realized that I was in the Yucatan. I was in Cancun, which is in the Yucatan Peninsula. <laughs> So I manifested this trip without even knowing that I was going to be there. And every time that I looked at that board, I was like, I'm going to go to the Yucatan. It looks so dope. But I had no idea even where it was. The universe brought me there anyways. So something that I suggest when doing this, making a vision board and creating a space for you to hang up your goals and desires is to not put too much pressure or attachment to what is it that you try to manifest because usually when that happens, we just start developing really funky energy around it and we become really restrictive around what we're trying to create. So just put it up there and then let it go. Um, that's exactly what I did. Like I was saying, I wanted to go there, but I didn't even know what it was and it manifested in itself for me. Another really important thing that you want to pay attention to when making dream boards is just being aware of the concept that when you're making dream boards, you're creating out of a space of lack. Usually the things in your dream boards are things that you don't have in your life currently. So just pay attention to your energy when you are making that dream board. Try not to be desperate about it, but instead focus on the excitement that you are going to have when those things come into fruition in your life. So this question asks, would you say that manifestation is equivalent to intentional work? Um, I guess I would say yes and no. <laughs> Does that answer your question? <laughs> no, but like, so with manifestation, like I've been mentioning again and again, it has 
only to do with the vibration in which you emanate. So even if you have an intention to create something, what is really going to manifest is the true feeling if you think you are capable of doing so. So if you want to manifest a new job and that's your intention, but you feel like you're not worthy, then you're probably not going to manifest that thing. When it comes to intentional work, if you set the intention that you want to create it and you actually believe that you can, then it will manifest. So it goes hand in hand, I'd say. Manifestation is intentional work but it's also unintentional if you're operating from your subconscious and you're not aware of it. Now this question asks do you feel that manifestation mindset can give people a false sense of achievement? And so with that, I would say no. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, I think that your reality consists of either things that you've signed up for on a soul level, your soul contracts before embodying this human vessel or uh, they're a result of the law of attraction and manifestation, right? So everything that you bring into your life is either something that you signed up for or you are a vibrational match to it. And so if you want to characterize vibrational match and achievement, I mean, I guess they're the same thing because it's in your reality. Like your achievements are just something that you have become a vibrational match to and then you therefore create into your life. Like I can achieve a parking ticket, you know what I mean? I do think that this question kind of links back to the whole concept of morality. And so instead of feeling like manifestation mindset can give people a false sense of achievement, I think of what it does instead is it gives people a false sense of character judgment. Uh, lots of people may be able to think that because they're able to manifest good things in their life, they're therefore good people, but that isn't always the case like what I mentioned earlier in the beginning of this episode. This question says, is it bad to be selfish? I previously would say no, it's not bad to be selfish because it's really important to, you know, prioritize yourself and really consider how your abundance and your blessings can really be a lighthouse for other people. Think of how wonderful it can be, how your achievements and how your blessings can bless other people. Your mood is improved, you know, you're operating at your higher potential to serve other people because your cup is full. So that's one way to look at it. However, I also would now consider that there are some ways that manifestation can be selfish if you're acting out of alignment. Like I keep mentioning, manifestation has no morality. And so when you act out of alignment, it can be at the expense of other people. In my example earlier, I was manifesting wonderful things. I was manifesting being invincible and doing whatever I wanted and not feeling bad about it. But at the end of the day, I was still hurting other people, whether I paid attention to it or not. If you're nervous about operating from an unaligned place and hurting others in your path, I would just suggest to consistently check in with yourself and ask, am I in alignment with my highest good and with the highest good of those around me? And see where that takes you. Just Really pay attention to where your priorities are, but no, it is not selfish to prioritize yourself, especially if you're coming from an empowered place of love and service. This question asks, how specific do you need to be? Very specific. The universe has a cruel sense of humor and they love to play tricks with you. You have to be as specific as possible, but I implore you to 
focus on what you want, not the how. You don't have to be specific of how you're going to get it because that blocks off opportunities and ways for you to receive. However, be specific about what you want the outcome to be. Like saying you want to win the lottery isn't enough. How much money do you want to earn? Like you can win a dollar scratch off or you can win a $20,000 scratch off. So, you know, make the specifics clear. You're also allowed to be specific about the time frame in which you want to manifest a certain thing. Um, the universe can be a jokester, you know, and so they can plan on giving you something you're asking for 20 years down the road, but that's not really what you're truly looking for. So you can have a specific time frame in which you want to receive that certain thing. And so our final question for the day asks, what does manifesting look like to do? And so I would say that conscious, deliberate manifestation has equal parts of asking, being open to receiving, and then also taking action. A lot of what people forget to do is that they must take aligned action in order to get the ball rolling in the direction that you want to create. So how do you become a vibrational match to something if you take no steps into embodying what it is you wish to achieve? For example, you can't win the lottery unless you start playing the lottery. So an aligned action step would be to start buying lottery tickets. So my standard routine of manifestation goes like this. I sit in meditation or prayer and I ask God, I ask the universe, I ask my spirit guides and angels, what would it take for me to manifest blank by this amount of time? or something more aligned for my highest good. And then if I'm told any messages, if I receive any insights, I'll follow through with those. If not, I'll kind of just close the interaction and kind of give them permission, my angels, my guides, my team to work their magic, weave my web, and just point me in the direction of where I need to go from there. I usually spend a lot of time in meditation, embodying the feeling signature of what it would be like to already have the thing that I'm looking for, to be of that same vibration so that it can come to me at rapid speed. And those interactions, those meditations always leave me feeling really blessed and happy and excited for my things to come into fruition. All right, everyone, that's it for this week's episode. Thank you to all of my listeners who participated and asked questions. I had a lot of fun answering them. And remember to sign up for my newsletter if you're not already a part of it. If you want to receive free magic straight into your inbox, I release oracle and tarot readings periodically to help give you additional guidance. And remember to book your free consultation with me. All my links are listed in the show notes if you want to connect and have a session together. Thank you guys so much. Have a great week and I'll see you next time.